What's going on, people? This is your boy, Michael O, your chief motivational officer. Listen, I am excited to bring you a brand new podcast, Moving Mountains, hosted by myself. Find me on Spotify, find us on iTunes, find us on YouTube. Connect with us, Moving Mountains Podcast. What's going on, people? Welcome to the Moving Mountains Podcast. This is another episode of Motivational Mondays. This is where I come to you solo without a guest. I come and I share with you some of the principles, some of the tools that I've used in my life and um, and to help you level up. And this episode today is <laughs> is jam-packed is literally jam-packed this is a tr- this episode is a transformative exercise that essentially ex- encourages you to really reflect on the life that you truly want to create for yourself it will probably feel a bit more like a masterclass than, than, a, than a podcast if i'm honest um but i highly encourage you that you listen to this episode several times and actually take a second to do the exercise that I'm going to share with you on here. This I did this exercise a few years ago and it was literally life-changing for me. Think about it. How often do you ask yourself that if money wasn't an object, would I be doing what I'm doing right now or would I prefer to be doing something else? It's a very powerful, it's a very simple question, but a very powerful one to ask yourself because for the majority of for the majority of our lives we are encouraging 16 to 18 year olds to choose a career path that they're going to pursue for the rest of their lives, right? But in some countries, you can't even buy, you can't even buy alcohol until you're 21. And we're asking 16 to 18 year olds to make a, such a life-changing decision, such a life-changing choice. And a lot of us are living the lives that we're living now in our 30s and our 40s and our 50s, having made these choices from when we were 16, 18, 19, and now we feel like we're stuck with it. This exercise really allows you to be able to dig deeper, to be able to reflect on your life and be able to figure out, is this the life that I would have chosen if I were to do this all over again? And that's a very important question to ask yourself because at any given point, if you wanted to do it over again, you could. And this, this exercise is an opportunity to help you figure that, figure that out and really get down to what you'd rather do. This episode I call the three MIQs, the three most important questions everybody should ask yourselves. You know, there are two types of goal setting um, that we're trained to set and pursue. And at the end of this podcast, I would like for you to know what the difference is between a means goal and an ends goal, right? You can you can attend all the courses in the world about goal setting. You can use all the acronyms. People talk about apex goal setting, smart goal setting, all of these, all of these things. But a lot of us, a lot of the goal setting that we choose is for a means goals. We are setting means goals. This year, I would like to make to, to do X amount of money. I would like to set up this kind of business. I would like to do this and I'd like to do that. And all of these are wonderful, but all of these are means, all of these are means goals. They're not ends goals, right? All of these are simply a means to be able to get to an end. And a lot of the time, we don't take time to focus in on what that end really is. So, I'd like let me tell you the story before we even continue. I went to I went to college with a guy who became one of the sprinters who represented Great Britain at the Olympics. And you know, we'd lost touch for a little bit and we reconnected a few years ago and we'll catch up we'll catch up from time to time and um on one of our catch-ups I happened to share with him that I was teaching some of my mentees about creative visual, visualization as a method for achieving your goals, you know. His question was, you know, he, he asked if he, he could use creative visualization to help him run faster. And of course, it would help. Of course, you know, it could help him run faster. I knew that he was an athlete. And so being fast was important to him. But I wanted to pry a little bit further. And so I asked why he would like to run faster. 
And he said, look, if I'm able to run faster, I'll be selected to join the the, uh, the starting squad for England. If I'm able to join the starting um, squad for England, um, that's where I'm able to get the sponsorship deals. Of course, you know, he's a full, full-time athlete. He wants to be able to maximise his profit potential in the time frame that he's got his, his, his career as an athlete. And so I knew that. But I asked him a little bit further. I was like, look, everybody wants more money. There's not one person in the world at any given point who you'd ask if they would like to make more money who would tell you no, <laughs> right? So we all do. The question is why? And so I pried a little bit further. And in pride, he was like, look, my, my mom died a few years ago. My dad's just got a, a stroke in Nigeria. He needs a carer 24-7. Ideally, I would love to be able to afford to move him to England to live with me and be able to afford him a 24-7 carer. And I was like, bingo. This is the real inspiration right there. That's the real thing that you're working towards. You are working towards financial freedom for yourself and your family. Running faster will be great as he's an athlete, but that's not really why he was born, right? That's not what his heart beat for. You could tell the passion that he was telling the story about supporting his dad. Like it brought joy and tears to his eyes at the same time. And that's really what, what his heart sings for. People forget that we live to set our goal, our soul on fire, right? You do not have a soul. You are a soul that possesses a body, right? So everything that we're supposed to be doing and pursuing here should be speaking and moving your soul. That's really where it's at, you know? And, but a lot of our lives, a lot of us, the majority of us anyway, we spend our lives focusing on means goals and we look back at the end of our lives completely disappointed because we forgot to focus and pay attention to the end goals, what the soul's goals, what it was really about, you know? The end goals are the things that set your soul on fire and they are, um, you know, the means are simply like projects to help you get there if you are focused on it, right? What most people really want in their life is the freedom to be able to take their kids to school in the morning, be home when their kids come home from school. What people really want is to be able to take the time off as much as they would want and spend time with their newborn children um, before returning to work and not have to be forced to return to work after a couple of weeks or after a few months. What people really want and what they desire is to be able to take trips with the people that they love and create memories and create experiences, enjoy fine dining and with the people that they really care about. That's what life is really about, right? And when you're choosing the goals that you're setting in your life, these are the things that the energy should be going towards, not so much the means. Because if you, and as I share this, as I, as I share with you this episode, you're going to learn that, look, if you actually set the end goal that you want, the universe has such a unique way of being able to fast forward you to get to the end of what you're truly trying to get to because whatever you focus on, energy flows into that direction, right? Energy flows where attention goes. So if you put the focus on the end goal and the things that's going to really set your soul on fire, those are the things that's, that, that you're going to experience in your life. If you choose to focus on the means goals, you'll be able to accomplish those too. But then you'll be trapped, right? Um, we are we are living in this culture scape where we come from a society that 
apparently respects you more if you have a professional career like a lawyer or accountant or doctor or any of those things. But listen to this. Studies in Australia have shown that if you are a lawyer, you have a 50% chance of depression. This is fact. Yeah. And yet every year you have millions of people who are going to law school looking to become lawyers. Of course, there's absolutely nothing um, wrong with becoming a lawyer, but think about it. (laughs) How many five-year-olds dream of becoming older, wearing a suit every day and going to work to argue with people every day? Nobody actually dreams of that. People dream of helping people. Those are the things. Those are the things that would help you. um, Those are the things that would make you want to join any of these careers in the first place. The reality, though, of what happens to the majority of people is they get into a law firm. They are striving to become junior partner. They're striving to get their name on the wall. They're striving to to, to, to secure the next biggest client. Striving, 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 striving. And then the reason why they actually started in this career path becomes absolutely vague because now you get sucked into the culture scape and then you start focusing on the means and the means and the means and the means. I know a guy who's a lawyer. Um, We actually went to King's College. I went to King's College, um, the medical school um, of King's College, and he went to, he wasn't, he was in law school there. Now, this guy fast forwarded, became a big time lawyer, was with corporate firms doing big commercial deals and mergers and he was doing 120 hours a week at one point married to another lawyer I mean I, I once I found out what was happening in in his career I knew it was only a matter of time before his relationship broke down because it's unsustainable and he was also married to a lawyer it was only a few years when they got a divorce right and now he has quit his job living the minimalist lifestyle and finding the true the things that got him involved in law in the first place is because he was a refugee and so he wanted to grow up he wanted to get into a career path that would be able to help refugees fight for their rights and be able to really bring change and help to people's lives that's not what actually happened Right. And this is what happens with a lot of people in the career paths that we chose. We become sucked into the culture scape and we we become sucked into the means. We have become sucked into the names on the business cards and the names on the wall and the big corner office and all of these things that we actually forget what it is that we took. We, that made us take this path in the first place. What I want this episode to do is to help you challenge and reevaluate some of those paths that you have chosen in your own life. Are you heading towards where you had originally set out to go or has it become about something else other than actually making an impact and a change that will set your soul on fire? That's what it's really about for me. This episode will help you figure that out. I want this episode is about figuring out the three most important questions that everybody needs to ask when choosing any career path whatsoever. I mean, a lot of us are so concerned about job titles when you look at the most successful people in life how would you describe bill gates what's his job he's not a ceo he's a chairman is that really a job title if you look at the most if you look at the top 550 100 500 most richest people in the world a lot of them don't even have job titles (laughs) they just do stuff (laughs) right and and that's because there is there are things that are more important than accolades there are things that are more important to help when you're focusing on purpose 
Purpose doesn't have a job title. Purpose doesn't have a career path. It is it is choosing what sets your soul on fire and doing that every day that will lead you in the various different directions that you end up. So I want us to get straight into this. I think this might be another really long episode. So if it gets a little bit longer, I'm going to do a part one and part two. What I would like for you to do, if you are listening to this while you're on the go, I would suggest that after you listen Um, When you're stationary at some point, take a minute to do the exercise that I suggest in this in this episode, because I I feel it's really life changing. Yeah. So I I want you to grab a piece of paper and I want you to create three three columns. Right. The first column, I want you to put experiences. The second column, I want you to put growth. And in the third column, I want you to put contribution. Right. Your experiences. These are the places you want to travel to. These are the these are this this is how you want to raise your children. These are the memories that you want to create with your loved ones and so on. You put that in your experiences. Right. So these are we're going to set various goals. We're going to set goals in these various things. And then we're going to figure out the, the things, the life path and the career path that we need to be able to follow and the kind of person that you need to be able to become to in order to be able to have these experiences. Right. And then. In the, second, in the second column, which says growth, this is about transformation. This is about becoming the kind of person that you want to become. And growth and experiences go hand in hand because once you identify the experiences that you want to have, you then need to figure out the person, how you need to grow, right? The person you need to become in order to have those experiences. If you want to be the kind of person who experiences life um, who experiences life on a private jet with your family traveling to private islands, <laughs> what kind of person do you need to become? What kind of ways do you need to grow in order to be able to have those kind of experiences? You understand? And then the last one is contribution. If you want to be happy, make other people happy. It's really that simple, right? And in contributions, we want to talk about how you can give back and make people's lives better. If you were the man or the woman who had all these experiences and who had the growth experiences that you are aspiring to, how can you give back, right? And that's really important. So let's dive into into the questions a little bit deeper. So the experiences, like I mentioned, what kind of remarkable experiences do you want to have, right? It could be creating something that other people can can gain pleasure from it could be about traveling the world it could be it could be you know the warm weather in dubai which i have made my reality um for experience or the beautiful seas of um of the turks and caicos these are the experiences that you want to have and things like that so in this category we don't necessarily want to list job titles we want to focus on the enriching things that you would you want to fill your life with right so if you wanted to let's say you're somebody who loves cooking Right. You, you love cooking. You love. And, and my mom, my mom is very much like this. My mom is very much like this. She loves to cook. This is how she brings people together. This is how she shows her love. When you go to see my mom and she hasn't cooked for you, <laughs> she don't like you right now. <laughs> it means she has problems with you. How she shows her love and how she she caters and cares for other people is through cooking did she ever become a chef no but in in the 90s mom mom had a tv show a cooking tv show on the bbc with her sister where she was doing all of this beautiful cooking and bringing you know bringing love and life and amazement into people people's homes every sunday morning she didn't have to be a chef to become that but she knew the experiences she followed the experiences that she wants to have the joy that she wants to bring other people into other people's life. And that led her onto a certain career path. 
Whatever, whatever you choose in this area, you want to keep asking yourself why until you get down to the nitty gritty, right, of what it is, of why you're choosing these experiences that you want to you want to become. So if you wanted to become a chef because you want to bring life and joy and happiness and bring people together with your cooking, that's fantastic. If you're choosing this experience because if you write being a chef because your brother was a chef and it has always been in your family, well you might want to reconsider that, right? You might you might want to question that again, right? Another thing that doesn't belong into this experience section is money, right? When you listen to the most spiritual people in the world who talk about business and spirituality, the first thing they're always going to tell you is to focus on the why, right? Focus on the why and forget the how. That's really important. You need to focus on your why. When your why is strong enough, when your why is compelling enough, when your why is inspiring enough, the how will magically unfold. I can't explain to you how it works. I just know that's just how the universe works, right? And so you've got to, this this here, forget about the money because if you say getting money is the most important thing, you will spend your whole life completely wasting your time. And I've been sucked into this hole before. I've been sucked into this hole before where I spent a certain season of my life just chasing money. And I, I fucked up my life. Yo, I, I got a divorce. I was so unhappy. I was just at a stage in my life where I really didn't want to be, right? And I feel like a lot of people, especially young people who don't come from very well-established homes, um, working-class families who want a, a bit more in life, we tend to get sucked a little bit into this because we're trying to run away from the thing that we grew up seeing. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm never going to be broke again in my life. So I'm pursue i'm getting the bag i'm getting the bag get your bag i'm not telling you to not get your bag get your bag but get your bag on purpose right that's the most important way to do it that's the most fulfilling way to do it because if you are getting the bag and you are unhappy like we just saw with the uh, like i just mentioned with the um, studies about the lawyers 50 percent of Australian lawyers who get into depression. Well, if you get in the bag and you're getting depressed, you're just a poor man with a lot of money, <laughs> right? That's not going to make you happy, is it? Right? And that's not really what we pursue. That's definitely not what I pursue or teach or talk about or aspire to. I talk about wealth and abundance and abundance and riches in the wholesomeness of it, right? And there's a way to do it. There is a way where you are able to follow your passion and still be able to get the bag. In fact, if you look at the, the highest paid people in the world, take people like athletes, take people like musicians, take people like, I don't know, inventors, all of these highest paid people, you'd realize that the people who get paid the most amount of money in the world are people who get paid to have fun. You've got people, basketball players and football footballers, who wake up every day and go and have fun kicking balls into nets, getting paid two hundred million a week, a month, a year—crazy amounts of money. The people who get paid the most are people who get paid to have fun. Think about that. It's not an—it's not an accident. It's not a coincidence, right? It's because when you are having fun, when you are enjoying yourself, there is something contagious about people following their passion and people doing things that will bring joy and happiness to other people that you are really able to get in your bag because that shit is contagious, right? So think about that. 
Anyway, so you don't want to add money on this list, but you can write down the experiences that you can buy with money, like going to Ubud, which I absolutely love in the beautiful rainforest of Bali, right? Or taking a safari in the beautiful jungles of Kenya in Mombasa or, Ni- or, or Nairobi, or doing a romantic dinner for two overlooking the beautiful seas of the Maldives, right? All of these require money. Right. But trust that the universe will put you in the right spaces where the money will come for you to have these experiences. The most important thing is you want to talk about the most important thing you want to focus on with your energy and your goal setting is the experiences that you want to have with your children and your family. Like I love the fact that I'm able to see my children every day. Right. I'm able to take them to school if I want to. I'm there when they come back from school. I'm able to spend time with them and it has not taken not an iota of time away from me still pursuing business or being any doing any of those things because in my mind as a matter of fact because I have focused so much on experiences I don't even equate work with money I don't expect to only make money when I work (laughs) right I expect to make money full stop work is something that I do for fulfillment So me coming here on this podcast and sharing with you the things that I share with you and and, and with the thoughts and experiences and all of that and the feedback that I get, this this stuff gives me life. This is what I live for, right? But I can afford to do this because I don't necessarily expect to get paid. Listen, I'm going to get paid from this. But if it wasn't paying, I would still be able to do it anyway because in my life, money and work are not necessarily synonymous, right? Money is money. I create I create infrastructures and I put funnels in place to be able to make me money. And then work is for fulfillment. And sometimes, you know, when I when I share some of these things, people think it's like it's airy fairy. Yo, I don't know how it all magically works when you focus on the experiences you want to have. I don't know. Some say it's synchronicity. Some might say it's the law of attraction. Look, the scientific explanation to this stuff might be that it's activating your brain's reticular reticular system, which provides you with the guidance and nudges you require to be able to take to the next level. But whatever it is, I know that it works. And the most successful people in the world agree with me. Awesome, guys. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. We're going to leave it there for today. Make sure you tune in next week for part two, where we dive deeper as we explore growth and contributions. I appreciate your feedback always as you continue to listen to the Moving Mountains podcast. I have been your host, Michael O. Be sure to join me next week as we delve deeper into part two. Have an amazing week. All new episodes drops every Monday and Wednesday, available on all platforms.